You're a man that respects quality over quantity. You value relationships that can stand the test of time. You enjoy convenience without sacrificing comfort. At Hair Saloon for Men, we get it. We're restoring the time-honored tradition of delivering a haircut experience men across all generations can depend on. Because sometimes the man everyone depends on needs a place of his own to depend on. While today's world is filled with numerous clip joints and fancy salons, Hair Saloon is building something better, something different. Hair Saloon for Men Against the Grain. Visit HairSaloon.com to find a saloon in your neighborhood. That's Hair Saloon. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of the Suzanne Venker Show, where we tell truths the culture won't. As always, this program is brought to you by Hair Saloon for Men. Hair Saloon isn't just a place to get a haircut. It's an honorable rebellion against the feminization of the American male. Men and women are different, and that's a good thing. At Hair Saloon, they don't offer coupons because they don't need to. Their prices are always reasonable, and customers never feel shortchanged when they walk out the door. So get out of your wife's salon and head on over to hairsaloon.com. They have 18 locations in St. Louis, Pittsburgh, Boston, and Houston. Book online or through their mobile app. Again, that's hairsaloon.com. Not long ago, I received an email from a real estate agent in Beverly Hills, of all places, who had this to say about her daughter. Dear Suzanne, I just read about you, and I'd like to talk to you about my daughter, who's a high achiever. She's a 38-year-old, well-educated, two Ivy League schools, creative, intelligent, sophisticated, loving, successful, attractive, with a model-like body, and surprisingly, can't find a partner. I must say she wasted many years on several senseless relationships. She's now extremely unhappy that she doesn't have a partner, and most importantly, she wants to have children. She has consulted with a few relationship coaches, but she's still single. All of her friends are married with kids. I'm clueless why she can't find a partner. Thank you in advance for your help. In America today, we cheer the phenomenon of the so-called rise of women. Women now get the majority of college degrees, and according to Pew Research Center, will likely comprise the majority of college-educated workforce this year. But for so many of these women, their success has come at a price. They may be flourishing in their professional lives, but their personal lives are a mess. And it isn't just relegated to women like my emailer who can't find a husband. I hear from countless wives and mothers who are the breadwinners in their families and who are subsequently resentful and stressed out. My guest today will make sense of this madness by explaining why women who operate too much in their masculine ultimately fail in love. Andre Parody is a certified relationship coach and business owner who teaches singles and couples how to create and maintain successful relationships. Andre has been happily married for over 20 years and is also a former professional dancer. He and his wife, Nancy, live in the San Fernando Valley with their two children. Women, you know, bought into this new concept of strong, independent, and powerful first, you know, be all that and be a career woman, you know, do marriage later, and for most of them that doesn't happen. Again, over-calibrated masculine, masculine men don't want masculine women. Very simple, but somehow nobody teaches that. Right? So women get stuck in their masculine for 20, 25 years to do business, career, money. Fantastic. And then they think they're going to find a husband and, a ba- and have babies. It doesn't work. Mm. Andre joins me now from California. Hello, Andre. Good morning, Suzanne. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Very well. It's beautiful sunny here. You can't be mad or sad in California. It's I mean, so, it's ridiculous. You, know. you guys got it all, don't you? <laughs> I know. I hate to say it, but yeah, I rub that in my family's face all the time. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. Okay, so Andre, you are you say it, you say it. Educator of effective communication strategies. Okay, so can you explain to people what it is you do? Well, yeah, basically, you know, communications, everybody's always talking about communications, right? It's all about communications and love relationships, but I mean, all communications with this conflict at work, you know, at school, with the parents, you know, it's always come to communication. And we, people think communication is the words that we use, but communication is really, you're communicating or you're not, depending on the result that you get. So when you get the result that you want, you're actually communicating. But we don't really know exactly how that works. You know, when it, we're trying to come across from a male to a woman, male-female dynamic, we speak and listen differently. So our communications are strained breathing. And then the rest of the relationship dynamic or communications, you know, we have a parent-child. There's a power dynamic that makes things difficult. You know, husband and wife, that happens all the time. Uh, teacher, student, employee, employee, right? The power struggle of somebody trying to get some power because they, they, they view the, the boss or the other person as having more power. And that creates a power struggle and makes communications complicated. So that's my job to kind of give you the, the tools or the language to communicate what I call, you know, um, man to man or like adult to adult is more like, is, is really more accurate as opposed to trying to manipulate the other person who's trying to get something out of them or trying to get some power or trying to get around them. Okay. And you, and of course you specialize in male, female, I think, right? Communications. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's my favorite because with all that, you know, add the dimension of love right like and the, yeah. and the emotions of that right you have another layer of like complications trouble hurts feelings miscommunication right like all that becomes like highly calibrated so my favorite is really the men and women dynamic within that you know because it's the most the most tedious and the most delicate absolutely model. absolutely so yeah. tell us a little bit about your story and how you got here especially the part about being a, a dancer because i know you <laughs> compare or you know use that analogy to male female relations and i think that's i just love that analogy so go ahead and explain that yeah so the metaphors between you know like the love dynamics between men and women and if you consider like how the the dynamics between a ballroom couple dancing Right, it's not nobody. There's no equality in the, in a the setup. It's basically a man being a man doing what man a man does, and a woman being a woman doing what a woman does. So in a ballroom couple, that's my life, my previous life as a as a dancer. <clears throat> there's no there's no there's no fighting what needs to be in place for it to work. Right, if she wants to lead, you know, instead of letting me lead, guess what? I get the elbow to the face or the knee to the groin, and we have a problem, right? Like, it's not going to be beautiful like it looks on television, right? So, and it's the, the, the place where people really misunderstand that dynamic, which is similar for a relationship. It, it's not, <clears throat> I'm leading, and she's, like, passively, you know, just being dragged around, and, you know, <laughs> there's no part of this, right? It's not, like, it's not, it's not, sexier to lead than it is to, to support, right? It's two different pieces that must come together to make one unit that is the couple. So typically I lead, obviously, you know, and her job is not to be limp. It's actually she has to support herself and her side appropriately, firmly, so we can be able to take her on a ride. So it's not that she's passive, right? And it's actually the exact opposite. She's very active, but she's receptive to my lead and then that she gets to relax, she gets to be feminine, right, in that energy. And what's fantastic is that even though I do all the work, seemingly like I lead, 
nobody's looking at me. She gets all the glory, right? Everybody's looking at a beautiful girl, <laughs> you know what I mean? Being gloriously shining and smiling and the fact that she's feminine and letting go in that. So similar to love relationships. It's not, you know, him in front of her. It's, you know, it's her next to him, not behind him, next to him. You know, pilot, co-pilot. Right, president, yep. vice president, yep. driver, navigator. So it's not, it's not at all. It's not like it sounds. It's not like it sounds like it's a horrible thing. <laughs> it's a partnership. It's us together. Right? Two different pieces, though. It's not equality. It's complementary. Absolutely. Yeah. I just love that analogy with the ballroom dancing because I honestly can't think of a better one when trying to explain mm-hmm. the difference between what the culture wants us to think about, quote unquote, traditional gender roles, if you want to call it that. Um, yeah. Versus, um, I mean, their version of it, what they think it's supposed to mean, which is what you're describing, versus what it really means. I think the dancing analogy is just is just beautiful. Um, yeah, the metaphors are fantastic, and I teach that in my workshops with couples. I put them in each other's arms, and instantly we know how their dynamic flows or doesn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's so let's talk about this email that I opened. Um, opened up with with this this woman who was writing me about her daughter and yeah. i know that that was just i mean you that's what you do you know you you, you heard yeah. that i'm sure and thought well this is these are the these are the clients that i have so could yeah. you explain explain that like who, who are your clients and why did this ring true to you well my clients are all you know i'm in los angeles there's a lot of powerful people people you know women men everybody's here to make some money and get their lives ahead and live their dreams right so there's a a real, a real battle for success here, but I mean, it's, it's not only it's not only Los Angeles; it's everywhere, everywhere now. Where we empower women, we we actually raise women to be strong, independent, and powerful first, right? In our culture, from kindergarten on, strong, independent, and powerful, strong, independent, and powerful. We used to raise men that way, right? Now we raise men to be sweet, sensitive, talkative, actually with their feelings, right? Like, and what's happened is we think it's a better formula. To, you know, the fact that we empower, finally empower women and finally kind of like soften the men, and now we have an actual chance at, at equality that makes life more fair, right? And this thing should work fantastically, except it doesn't work at all, <laughs> because <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Mm-mm. So what happens is when a woman is in her masculine, and these are all my clients, by the way, when a woman gets into the masculine, right, from, from like I said, Kindergarten on, right? Like, this is what you do when you grow up, and you know, make sure you stand on your own two feet, and you know, make sure you build a career in the business so you don't have to depend on anybody, especially no man, because they can't be trusted. You know how they are, right? So, that paradigm of growing up with this pulse of pushing in the world, like, man, good for business, fantastic for business, you'll make some money, you'll create some results, you'll, you know, you'll do some really great things. However, women, my clients, get stuck in that masculine energy mode of, you know, being competitive, pushy, on point, productive, all good stuff for money, but that's not what men are looking for. No. I'm going to stop you right there, Andre, because i got to go to a quick break, and we'll come right back and pick up where you left off.
Are you unhappily single? Does your marriage or relationship feel hard? I get a lot of emails from readers who are struggling in their marriage or relationship. Unfortunately, the help an individual or couple needs can rarely be answered in a series of emails. For this reason, I offer relationship coaching for those who are struggling to find love and for couples whose marriage or relationship feels stuck in a negative cycle. Go to SuzanneBanker.com and sign up today for a coaching session with me and learn the tools you need to find love and sustain it. It's so much easier than you think. That's SuzanneBanker.com. Welcome back to the Suzanne Venker Show. You can find out more at SuzanneVenker.com. We're talking today with certified relationship dynamic coach and business owner Andre Parody. He's an educator of effective communication strategies, and his website is projectequinox.net. And we left off talking about um, how women are raised to, let, let's just be bold about it, right? Uh, they're raised to be like men, bottom line. And so they're stuck in... Um, this power struggle with men because they're they're emulating them and not bringing the alternative to the table, which is what men is are ultimately looking for. So, what when you talk about flipping the script, let's say, and and yeah. and and they and they're doing the opposite of what nature you know is, is compelling them to do, what happens? So, what I see happening all the time is dynamic, not understanding the dynamic of what men are looking for. Right? Women come at me and say stuff like this makes me laugh every time they say. You know, I'm just, I get it. I'm just too powerful and I intimidate men. You know, I'm just, I'm just that girl. It's, you know, it's just them. They can't step up to me. I'm too strong. And it makes me laugh every time because, you know, you ladies, I'm sorry to say this, but, you know, no, you do not intimidate men with your power. You intimidate, intimidate the boys, maybe. But for men, for masculine men, you're just irritating. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it. I'm sorry. Yes. It's, it's true. I mean, that's, that's true. what they tell me, right? Like, well, I do I, love that because I'm always hearing that, that men are just intimidated, yeah. and I'm tired of hearing it because I don't agree. It's, it's not true at all. Men, the real men are just irritated by you, and what happens is the, the pace the pace of your voice, the cadence of your words, the, your energy, right? They pick it up right away. You're one of those, right? And they don't even acknowledge you. They won't say hello. They'll walk right by you or they'll turn their back. So women who are stuck in that mode actually never meet real men because these guys will stay the hell away from you because they don't want any of that energy around them, right? That's not what men are looking for. You'll attract the boys, the ones who want you to work and be powerful and, you know, make their lives easier. So these women, all my clients are attracting these, like, soft men who, like, you know, know, typically are musicians or artistic Mm -hmm. personalities. And, you know, they don't work, they don't really want to work, they get a job, but they quit because the boss is a jerk, right? And they spend their days, you know, smoking pot and spooning the dog, and, you know, and she's, and she's got two jobs, right? So, <laughs> flip the script. When you're a masculine woman, you will attract feminine men. That's not men. Would you That's say that mo- in these situations with these women, are, are you noticing a theme in terms of would they say, well, there just aren't any men, so I don't have any choice but to take this man, the kind of man? Or are they, um, or do they secretly think that they want this because they know they're bringing this other energy to the table? Yeah, no, they don't know. They really just don't know. That's where, that's where they're in pain, right? Because they don't know. They either, I'm young. I'm 35 years old. I have money. I have a career. I have a house. I have my own car. I have everything. And, you know, I go on a date, and, you know, if I get, manage to get one date, we think we have a good time. He says, is it going to call me back? He knows they call me back. Like, 
what's wrong with me? What's wrong? I hear this every day. What's wrong with me? I'm pretty happy. What's wrong? Nobody wants to talk to me. Nobody wants to date me. And they go, honey, you're in, you're in man mode. You're men don't date men mostly, right? right? Like hunters don't date hunters. And yes, the energy is hunters. So what happens is they're so masculine. And it's like two magnets. You know, you have a positive magnet and a negative magnet. And so when the opposite is extreme, they come and they snap together so hard, right? Because that's the magnetic energy of masculine and feminine. So when a woman is masculine and stuck there and is not even aware that she's stuck there, she mechanically, it's not a thought process, it's, it's a mechanic, it's a mechanism, she attracts feminine men and they click right onto her. No one else sees her. These guys see her and to them, that's men. That's not men. I picture these women asking you, okay, well, what does femininity look like then? <laughs> uh, yeah, I hear that. I, I, I had this last week, I was having this conversation with a client, you know, a new client, and she literally went blank on the phone. She's like, I don't have any idea what that looks like. Like, what that's like to be feminine. Like, you no, know, it's completely knocked out of her system. And, you know, if it's the opposite of being masculine. I mean, in a nutshell, if masculine is to be forceful, you know, penetrating, going after, chasing, competing, mm-hmm. right? Plan, planful, like plan things through, right? Scheduled, and feminine is the exact opposite. Feminine is not attached to result. Feminine goes to the flow. Feminine is, is like fluid, right? Like mm-hmm. the ocean. So the ocean, the water is the feminine and the, the river banks is the masculine. One is a container, the other one is the fluidity of it, right? That's two different two different things altogether. So to be feminine is to not try to control. To be feminine is to let go. To be feminine is to receive, by the way. Mm-hmm. To receive men's you know, attention, to receive men's help, to receive men's support, to receive men's attention because men need men connect with women when women need them. Right, men mm-hmm. are very attached. It's an instinctual thing. Men, men are attached to making a difference in your lives. So, if you can't receive a man, you know, men's support, men's help, or if you, you won't, you can't, you won't. Men walk away because that's how they attach. That's how they feel. You know, at cause of you know making life a little better. Let's flip this. Okay, I want to flip this and ask you, because this is an epidemic today. You and I both know this, that hard women and soft men, I mean, this is this flipping of the switch is just huge. That's why you and I each do what we do. Can you explain to my audience what femininity does for a man? Oh, my goodness. I, you know, I took, it's taken me years to try to like come up with the words to describe what a femininity does to a man because it's such a, a visceral thing for us, right? But like, to be in the presence of a feminine woman, it's it's like it brings life into us. There's something about that magic of the feminine, of the 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 openness and the 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 what's the word the uh, radiance of a woman when she's in a feminine, right? You kind of open up, you, you like the sunshine on my face, right? It's nice. a warm feeling. It's life-filling, and it makes you want, it makes us want to do things for you. Like mm. there's, a, there's an incredible warmth to this who actually, what it does for us is, you know, as men, we're stuck in our heads all the time, right? We're planning, plotting, competing, right? We're always in our heads. A lot of my, my male clients, 
often complain that they feel numb in the world and life because they don't, they're, they're so in their heads, right, that they can't get down to their hearts. Right, I'm a big masculine. But this is the good news. So when in the presence of a feminine woman, men fall out of their heads into their hearts, right? And it's like, <gasps> Oh, it's like a deep breath, like it's just, oh, right? It, it brings us present in the moment, like right to you. And now we're like captivated and, and want to be part of that, right? It's delightful. It's, it's, it's rejuvenating. It's life-giving. I mean, should I go on? I mean, I could do this all day. Yeah, like, it no, this is good. Like yeah, I, I mean, I think you've captured it really well. And, of course, that 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 also allows them to tap into their need to be heroes and protectors and providers and all that's of that, it. no? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's because with that energy, that's what comes out. Right? And the instinctual response is to then want to take care of, want to help, want to provide, want to protect. You know what I mean? That's right behind that. And that makes men feel like men. It's interesting. When, it, when a woman responds to a man like opening a door or like opening the car door or like, you know, when, when, when a man is being chivalrous mm-hmm. and a woman receives that, they, this is what they say. They go, oh, my God, a woman who loves a man. Like, she receives from me, right? And, oh, now she's interesting. Now he wants to connect more. Now she's one who's going to, she gets she gets him and she wants, you know, his essence to come forward. Like, she encourages, to, encourages him to be masculine, which is rare nowadays. Very much so. Okay, now we have to go to a break in a minute. When we come back, I want to yeah. ask you um, – uh, you wrote that you created your the project Equinox, which is your website, mm-hmm. to alleviate mm-hmm. the misunderstanding between the sexes by teaching gender yeah. intelligence. So when we come back from break, I'm going to ask you what gender intelligence yeah. is, what you mean by that. Okay. Love it. We'll be right back. Love it. Do you ever wonder what happened to courtship and find yourself longing to go out on a real date? Do you ask yourself why some marriages last and others fall apart? Is your marriage struggling despite your best efforts to keep it together? Women who win at love don't have a gift you don't have. What makes them unique is that they aren't at war with the men in their lives. Rather than take a competitive approach to relationships, as the culture teaches, they accept that men are men and that women are women. And that makes all the difference. Whether you're single and mapping out your life, or you're divorced or unhappily married, women who win at love will permanently alter the way you view men in marriage. You will learn the eight dating rules that lead to marriage, why super successful women struggle in love, what men want and what women want, hint, they're not the same, why love alone is not a reason to get married, how to avoid the green grass syndrome, and why acting like a man lands women in a ditch. Women Who Win at Love is an in-depth examination of modern dating and marriage and a wake-up call for women at every stage of life. So go to Amazon.com and type in Women Who Win at Love and get ready for your life to change. Welcome back to The Suzanne Venker Show. You can find out more at SuzanneVenker.com. We're talking today with certified relationship dynamic coach and business owner Andre Parody. He's an educator of effective communication strategies, and his website is projectequinox.net. So we left off, and I, I said that you created Project Equinox in order to alleviate um, what you call the misunderstanding between the sexes and to teach instead the concept of gender intelligence. So I'm going to have you now explain what that is to our audience. Gender intelligence. Actually, it's a term that I stole from Dr. John Gray, okay. Mars of Venus, right? Yeah. Um, and it's basically the concept that, you know, away from what we, the culture says, you know, that we're equals as human. You know, the gender intelligence is if you're a woman and want to get in a relationship, healthy relationship with men, 
You know, you have to cross the bridge into man world and find out why men do what they do. What motivates them? Why do they act that way? Why why do they seem disconnected at times or shallow or aloof? Right? There's, there's a bunch of reasons for the way men are that is that is grounded in you know our ancestry. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's yeah. all it's all anthropology stuff. Right? Like with two and a half million years of being you know hunters, that kind of shows still. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be in a relationship with a man, go, go learn about men. So you stop thinking the things that they do personally, because when you do get what how men function, half of the stuff will fall off. A much better life, right? And the same with men. If you want to be in a relationship with a woman, go cross the bridge into a woman world. Go learn what motivates women. Go learn what it is that they want. And when they say stuff like, you know, I need so very little. Why can you give me what I when, Why can you give me what I want, what I need? You know, I... Men don't know what that means. So little, so little, what, what, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So cross the bridge from one side to the next. And when you learn really the motivations that is completely in opposition, you know, and then you have a chance to meet in the middle of the bridge and with some kind of confidence that you know it's a little bit more happening for, for them. And now that you, then you can start actually dancing, is that metaphor again. But when you know your side, and you know, you understand their side, you can actually start getting in sync in the dynamic and start, you know, slowly dancing together and make that flow, understanding that it's two different pieces that are complementary, that are essential right. for, the, for the flow. And of okay. course, this, this flies in the face of absolutely everything that the culture teaches, which <laughs> brings me to your awesome podcast, which I am enjoying very much. It's called How the Culture Gets It Wrong. And I, I mean, I mean, you know, you and I, we're we're cut from the same cloth. Let's face it. I mean, that's that's exactly what I do. And and the culture is the biggest enemy. I mean, unquestionably, because it doesn't teach this. It teaches the opposite. And I always say, if you follow the culture, you're going to be unhappy indeed. So um, let's talk about your your podcast for a minute. I, there were I was listening to the last. I don't know. I don't know their titles, but the last few of them. And there was something that struck me that I thought was great. You, it was it was in one of the I think you had several on the male brain versus the female brain, which mm-hmm. is in line with what you were just talking about with gender intelligence and and you said that they each have different two different operating systems. So I'm going to ask you what those two operating systems are, um, okay. and then I'm going to give you an example that I thought was great um, uh, between you and your wife Nancy when you're done because I want to make sure I, I don't forget that because it was great. Okay, so two different operating systems, right? For a man. Again, we go back to, you know, anthropology and hunter-gatherer kind of, you know, system that we actually, everybody thinks that it's obsolete. It's not. It's, it's inside of us, you know, live and well and running the show much more than we're aware. But to be masculine, right, is to be, to be, to be fight, to fight in the world for what you want, to conquer the things that you want, and to control the environment and everything around it. That's basically masculine 101. To be feminine is to be passive, patient, and vulnerable to life's things. Now, this is very unattractive, very unsexy for most women, passive, right? And it's not passive like a doormat. It's sort of in the dynamic of a relationship, right, men and women. If you, it's passive to his lead. If you let the man lead, he feels like a man, and in that he feels respected, right? And when he feels respected, he cherishes you and loves you and takes care of you, which when a woman is being you know, cherish and love, she feels respected. So it's 
we all want love and respect. However, a man needs to feel respected to love you. And when a man loves you, you feel respected as a woman. So the, we both want the both, but they, they come around backwards or separately. Does that make sense? Yes, very much so. And you also talked about um, how a man, you know, this, that hunter mindset uh, causes men to have this very singular, linear focus where he practically, right. he basically has blinders on and he needs to be very focused. And women, yes. of course, like to multitask, although, honestly, there's really no such thing, but that's another conversation. <laughs> um, they're, they're, they try to, or they're better at it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so they get frustrated with men. And so when we, we have to go to a break real quick, but when we come back, I want you to yeah. tell that story um, that you're, I'm sorry, you have somebody else on your show, um, with, along with your my, wife. I don't my, remember her name. My assistant, you, my assistant. Tess. Okay. So she was telling the story about how Nancy came in when you were doing something and she said, do you remember what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay, yes, great. Yes, so, so when yes. we come back, I want you to tell that story. I thought that was great. Absolutely. Okay. Welcome back to The Suzanne Venker Show. You can find out more at SuzanneVenker.com. One of my favorite things about taking my son to hair saloon when he was young was that the front desk keeps extensive client notes on each customer so I didn't have to remember what they did the time before that made my son's hair look so good. No matter which stylist my son had had, he could always get the same haircut. That's one of the many benefits you'll get from being a customer at Hair Saloon for Men. So head on over to HairSaloon.com. They have 18 locations in St. Louis, Pittsburgh, Boston, and Houston. Book online or through their mobile app. Again, that's hairsaloon.com. We're talking today with certified relationship dynamic coach and business owner Andre Parody. He's an educator of effective communication strategies, and his website is projectequinox.net. And we left off talking about the, the, the male and the female brain and how this causes so much um, friction in marriages and relationships. And I was remembering this story that was told in your um, podcast, How the Culture Gets It Wrong, where you're, you and your wife wanted, wanted something from you, but she saw that she was disturbing you. And, and go ahead and you can tell the rest of the story <laughs> and why. Well, yeah, it's a pretty basic. And, it, and now this paradigm comes from, you know, again, our, our ancestries, our ancestry as men and women, where, you know, a hunter brain, male hunters, you know, are single focus. And a lot of my clients think the men are stupid or they married a really stupid guy because they can only do one thing at a time, not understanding that it's actually essential for males back in the days as a cave dwellers, it was essential to be single focused to survive. It was essential to be single focused on hunting. Right? There's a whole bunch of things that are lining up for service. It's also a Bible purpose. Women, gatherers on the other end, on the, on the other side, are aware of everything around them for the, re, for the safety again for survival. So when men are hunting and there's no men around, there's an awareness of everything around a woman to make sure that she's safe. Like, is the fire still going? And where's the food? And who's got the children? And, you know, where's the stuff that we're going to cook with? And what's that noise in the in the woods, like what's that noise in the woods? So constantly aware of everything around them. So men are single focus. Women have diffuse awareness. They can see and do many things at once out of survival mechanism. Completely different, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now understanding that in today's world, that story you told, <laughs> we talked about my wife is because I'm a single focus male, just because of a male and 
by default single focus, I go from one task to the next to the next one of the times. Mm-hmm. In fact, anytime somebody interrupts me or so anytime somebody gets in my signal, it is an interruption of what I'm doing, whether it's what I'm thinking, what I'm writing, what I'm doing. And so my wife, learning this material <laughs> along with me for years, does this thing automatically, which is a story, where I was on the, I was working with my assistant, we had a production meeting, and my wife called on the phone, and she, I put on a speakerphone, and the first thing Nancy says, she, goes, she says, I'm so sorry for interrupting. Knowing that she's interrupting, not on purpose, mm-hmm. right? Not meaning that she knows that whatever she's, I'm doing is being interrupted by her phone call, and so respectfully, that's the first thing she says. And my assistant's mouth went hanging open, like, Oh my God! Like she's like, and she's like this, like that, that kind of respectful way, of understanding a male brain, and then to get in that conversation with, I'm sorry for interrupting. I need something, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like allows me to be the guy who says, "Of course, don't worry about it. What do you need?" As opposed to what? Yes, right, exactly. What? Yes. Oh you know my I mean? gosh. No, that's just a simple one. Like the same thing, like, you know, the guy who's at work is a different guy who who's at home, right? So women have this like, I'll see you later, baby, right? And then you call him in the office at three o'clock and he goes, What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well add maybe it's single focus, right? So and then her things are hurt and he comes home and she's not talking to him, not understanding this very <laughs> simple thing. So this is a conversation for a different day, but try to add working from home to that equation if you both do, oh. which is, which is really common yeah. today. And then mm-hmm. you can understand how, oh, my gosh, it's just a uh, – I mean, it's, it's, it's a breeding ground for this misunderstanding and conflict because yeah. you're mixing. the. Yeah, that's a whole other – maybe we'll do that a different day. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I so, love that story. Go ahead. Was that, was that the end? We're talking about gender intelligence. That's gender intelligence all the way. You know what I mean? When you get what's going on there, you could actually adjust. So you actually are heard and, and you know, sort of respected in your approach, you know, and same the other way around. It's different for women. Right. So the more you know this stuff, the more you know the dynamics, the more you know the dance, the communication, like the tools – all of a sudden, like the hurt feelings and the frustration, and uh, half of the half of the stuff goes away. Just a better life. Well, it's yeah. I mean, it's just such uh, uh, huge information that is literally non-existent. I mean, you just have to search mm-hmm. to find it, and then when you do find it, it's just life-changing. So that's why. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm so attracted to this to this topic. And when we come back from break, I want to talk about your podcast again because one of the reasons why I love it is that you take a specific cultural belief and basically blow it out of the water and say, no, what you're taught is completely wrong and here's why. And then, like, for example, your last one or one of the more recent ones was about cheating, the concept of cheating. And when we come mm-hmm. back from break, you can say – you can tell us what uh, the culture – teaches on that and what is really true yeah there we go okay we'll come right back welcome back to the suzanne venker show you can find out more at suzannevenker.com we're talking today with certified relationship dynamic coach and business owner andre parody He's an educator of effective communication strategies, and his website is projectequinox.net. 
And we left off talking about his podcast, which is called How the Culture Gets It Wrong, and why I love it. And um, I explained that it's because you, you take a cultural belief uh, and, and sort of turn it on its head and say, no, it's, it's not that way at all. So I was going to have you use an example of, of cheating, of men and women who mm. cheat. So, yeah, it's interesting because, you know, the, the culture of belief is that men cheat, right? Men are pigs and cheat and you can't trust them. That's a big movement right now. It's been going on forever, but the past five years is just ridiculous. And it's interesting because every time this question will show up for me in a, in a workshop, right? Why do men cheat? And I go, okay, first of all, let's just get the numbers right. Women and men cheat the same rate. So men cheat, yes, but women cheat as well by a, a difference of only 0.3%. It's pretty much 50-50. So to that, get that out of the way as far as blaming men for everything that is cheating, because that's not true. Now, they cheat for different reasons than women. You know, men and women just cheat for different reasons, which is interesting. So men connect to their emotions with their bodies. Men connect to their emotions with their bodies. But one of the ways that men come out of their heads, the, the fastest, the easiest, is with their bodies through sex, mm -hmm. making love. Right? That's mm -hmm. how they get present. Right? That this is why it's our favorite thing to do. Women say men just want to have sex. Men want to connect, and that's how they get sort of like out of their heads. Right? This is a way that we actually get to be in our hearts. So if you, if a man feels neglected, if his wife, I had one lady said to me one time, she said. You know what? He needs to get over that. She goes, we have two little kids, and I'm, you know, they have little kids on me all day long. I don't want it to touch me anymore. Mm -hmm. He needs to get over this. Mm -mm. You know, mm -hmm. we're, we're we're a family now. And I'm thinking, lady, are you insane? Mm -hmm. Right? It's like telling him to, like, you know, you're not going to, you know, feed him anything that he should go without food. Yeah. Right? He's going to get a snack on the way home. This is going to happen. <laughs> are you with me? Yeah, absolutely. So oh, that's, you know, that's a reality. So the idea that, that you know, men because they're pigs, it's usually exactly, it's, it's a need they have to actually, you know, get out of their heads, but actually it connects them to their soul and actually gives them the energy to go and fight again. It's very interesting. There's a lot of layers for what men need sexuality and sensuality for. So women who cheat is a completely different thing most usually is women cheat because they feel disconnected from him so you know when a woman is neglected you know and not feeling close she feels unsafe woman again right anthropology feeling unsafe detached disconnected feels abandoned so women cheat typically for connection men feel men cheat to connect to themselves fantastic you know? well that this is great great stuff um uh, so again, you want to want to tell people where you can find out where they can find out more about your work, Andre. Yeah. So if you want to get a hold of me and see the work that I do, uh, the the website is projectequinox.net, and you can send this. Uh, you can connect to the YouTube channel from there. There's I have blogs, audio clips. There's all there's a lot of material there for you guys to play with. If you become a subscriber, you can you subscribe to the newsletter. You get weekly uh, in lieu of the podcast and it's also we can get a hold of me for coaching private coaching group coaching events speaking and all that and we should we should spell your last name andre p-a-r-a-d-i-s excellent my guest today was certified relationship dynamic coach and business owner andre parody he's an educator of effective communication strategies and his website is projectequinox.net
Well, that wraps up another edition of The Suzanne Venker Show. Don't forget to tune in next time when we talk with Katie Faust, founder and director of Them Before Us, an organization committed to putting children's needs above adult desires. And if you haven't done so already, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and please take two minutes to give us your review. If you want to hear more, that's the best way to make sure it will happen. Finally, if you have a comment or question, you can email Suzanne at thesuzannebenkershow.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend. Hair Saloon. It's more than just a haircut. You walk in the door, tired, spent, looking a bit ragged. You're greeted by a warm welcome like you've been here before. A complimentary drink slides across the bar, quenching your thirst for comfort and convenience. The sound of clippers and conversation can be heard drowning out the noise of the world. You sit comfortably, surrounded in soft leather and smooth chrome. The smell of oak and clubman talc reconnects you to traditions your father and grandfather once knew. The soothing sounds of sharp metal trim away at your problems. Staying put in a comfortable barber chair, you lay back, resting your eyes as warm water and sweet mint soap washes away your worries. You recapture a few minutes to feel strong again, to look your best, and to get ready for what's next. And you're ready to repeat again a few weeks later. Hair Saloon, for men against the grain. Visit hairsaloon.com to find a location near you. That's hairsaloon.com.